Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. From Chi-Town to the Ville, Naptown to the Natty, Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. Get the 411 on the world of entertainment, new releases, and more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Marsh, Kick & Save, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. Hip-hop. Welcome to another installment of King of Underground Media. I am T-Rex. We are in the building with my lovely wife, Wendy. We are just chilling on this lovely day. It's definitely a blessing. And it, it feels good. It feels good out here. I got my wife in the booth. <laughs> it's our first time back here in the booth with me doing the show. We got a lot of things coming up tonight. I'll just thank you all for tuning in such a, a lovely day and we, we got a lot of things to talk about we want to talk about the breaking news and hip-hop of course if you're sleeping under a rock there's rumors going around that we're going to talk about in just a minute but before we get started we're going to check out some music by connor cassidy he came on the show not too long ago and he's definitely doing big things in boston in the boston area and also miami so we're going to check out Connor Cassidy, and we'll be back with more King of Underground Media. 81 Hip Hop. People still searching for this truth here. Away the pigment, when you take away the difference in it, uh, we 
blasting it out, rearing and flying with no engine. They running with all gimmicks. Yeah. Right about the blue like a sky fell. Stand back, shit calm like a sign fell. Faded in the mind. A 9 5 product at a time. Soon navigation, new direction for the blind. 24 7 battle gets time with a 617 on the side. Let him ride. I hear Cali for the in and out Got the normal scene on a different route So they wonder what the kid about Meet it from the views, never know until you live it out 90 minute winning from records that I was kicking on Living by the minute, don't gotta capture the image Ain't it dag, how me and music could get along New control, mood switching with a different song Since gon' hit him like a still pill prop Rhyme game pacing at the L kid's jock I love it for what it is, I hate it for what it's not I'm no ass no M, no Adam's not you, not them. With the lights on my own, I set the stage. Through the balance of the tones, I get away. Through the minds of the best, I can get away. If I'm not, what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I can get away. I ain't on time, I can get away. I ain't on a getaway. Uh, new fellas ain't locking in. Uh, same bitch just dropping in. Uh, why you sound like you locked it in? Well, can't be the better jacket than through the lights of my own. I get away. New bike, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype. If I can get away. At seats quick. If I can get away. Like a villain on a getaway. See the pedal break. Welcome back to King Underground Media. I am T Rex. We are definitely in the building. Lil Wayne signing to Rock Nation. That is the big news that is going around in the hip hop world. That is big time, big time epic move. Me personally, I don't know. I, I really don't know about that move yet, but I definitely do salute Lil Wayne for him making that transition to work with his idol, Jay-Z. <laughs> I am T-Rex, the king on the ground media. We are broadcasting live south of Atlanta, north of Auburn, Alabama, Alabama, Georgia, represent. We will be at the Alabama Music Awards that will be coming up July the 26th, 2015, in Birmingham, Alabama, you can go to www.alabamamusicawardsshow.com for more information. King on the Ground Media will be in the building. We will be presenting as well. So I just definitely want to give a shout-out to the committee there. Looking forward to hanging out and networking with some of the artists in this great state of Alabama. There is a lot of talent in this state that, is, goes, that, that goes unrecognized. So definitely a shout-out and salute to them. We're living in a world today where things just, it just rubs me the wrong way. As far as reality, people want reality, but we are embracing fakery, if that's a real word. But you got to understand that we we like to be entertained. We like to be entertained by fake stuff, actors, movies, sitcoms, but yet when somebody is really true to you, we we don't know how to take that. But you get mad when somebody being fake, 
but we we embrace that. I don't understand that, and that's just something that that's on my heart that I just want to talk about during the show. And we do have a special guest that will be coming on on hour two, and we'll be talking to him about his career and just the state of entertainment in general and what what stimulates our mind. What really stimulates your mind? Is it entertainment? Is it sports? Reading books? I really, I really don't think any of that stuff matter because, as a mass population, there's a lot going on that people are blinded by, and and, and that's cool too. But at the same time, you definitely need to build uh, build up the spirit, man, because things are just not what it seems to be, and. I just want the people that's listening just to be safe and be sound and just be attentive to what's going on in their life, especially the music world. There's a lot of garbage that's that's played on mainstream radio. I tolerate it. My wife tolerate it. Everybody that, that's affiliated with the show, they tolerate it. But we want some real musicians back on the air, not underground but on mainstream, not not all this stuff of just talking about nothing for real. It, it used to be like that. I remember just growing up, Dad had all kind of records. He used to be a DJ back in the 70s and stuff. That's how he met my mom. That's how I was conceived. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. It was real music, though. He was playing real music. He still have all those records that he spent. He spent at his functions. I mean, some good music. I was bumping Tears for Fears. I, I know people probably like, well, what in the world are he talking about? Tears for Fears, 80s group. They were from Europe. They had a song called Shout. A song called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And then we were going on and on about with Holly Notes and the Eagles and Madonna, Madonna back in the 80s was legit. I, I don't, I really don't know what, what's in her now. I ain't going to speak on that on the air. But if you feel me, it definitely not the same artist back in the 80s, spiritually. But it's just crazy how things are now today. The music that we hear on the radio today would have been something you would have heard locally that probably had never made it. And it just bothers me because we have a lot of talented people that wants to that that want to make it. They want to want to be able to feed their family off their passion and, and their gift, God given talent. But you got people that make jingles, songs, and 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 these record companies is is just is it's just crazy how how things are in today's society. I'm a 90s cat when it comes to music. Also 60s. I love that, that hippie music. <laughs> Even though they might not have been sober. They might have been on a lot of psychedelic drugs or whatever. But I like the fact that it had a lot of expression in the music. The 80s was a pretty good era, too, as far as it was bringing in a lot of Electronics. They, they, they were getting used to the technology, enhancing the music, music videos, using a lot of synthesizers. And I listened to that music. 
I listen to that music to this day. A lot of times I just tune myself out from the music that we hear today. Not saying that all the music today is bad, because it's not, because we have had a lot of great artists on the show. But at the same time, I just like listening to older music, because people are actually telling stories. Just telling you what they went through or somebody else went through. And not just bragging about money, clothes, and girls, and men, or whatever. All this vanity stuff. Because at the end of the day, we're going to lose all this stuff. Think about stuff or rap about stuff that's, that's in your soul that can make a difference. Because we live in the United States. This is where we're broadcasting from. We idolize the wrong people. We shouldn't idolize people in general anyway. Role models, yes. We, we can use people as role models. But idolizing celebrities, celebrities are just like any normal person. They just have a lot of fans and have a lot of money. And often celebrity goes left or right, good, bad. You just have to be careful who your role model is. Just because they stumble on on a certain issue or subject don't mean you had to go stumble on the same issue and subject. We're not perfect at all. I understand that. But at the same time, you just have to be aware of what you watch and what you listen to. And I just I just want to speak that knowledge to you all. I thank you all for tuning in. We, we, we're going to turn up. Like I said, we got a special guest. He, he will be coming in shortly. Hour number two of King Underground Media. Showing love to everybody. I definitely want to give show some love to DJ Buzzy of 801 Hip Hop. I look up to him. He broadcasts up there in Philly as well. I definitely want to give a shout out to him. We're going to take a break. And we'll be right back with more King of Underground Media. 81 Hip Hop. started in 2007. Talk about what made you want to become a producer. Uh, basically, I seen my, you know, my pop doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that you're popping to me doing. Right. That's what you pick up on. So right. that was one of the things that I just, you know, took in. And when I was in Florida for that, what, what was it, like three or six months? Okay. I was surrounded by music, so that's, you know, what I was forced to learn. Okay. So it was like it just came naturally, I guess. And what would you tell, like, people that inspire to be producers that's young? What, what advice would you give them to try to stay focused? Because you're young yourself. A, pop, a lot of people probably wouldn't even know how old you are, but... Yeah, uh, to stay focused, don't hang around too many people, man. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, 
coming up, I was around a lot of people that, uh, you know, was just doing a lot of dumb stuff, like, you know, the flash mob error and all okay. that. Okay. Now, how did you stay out of that? Because, you know, it's hard to, you know, you got all your friends trying to be flash mob. What, 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 what do you do to stay out of trouble? My mom ain't let me out there, you know. Yeah. Black and all that. You know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shit like that. So what? So what's your top five producers of all time? Who would you and who you like right now? Who's your top five of all time? Though? Of all time, uh, I had to get Kanye West, uh, Just Blaze. Okay. Um, I like Jalil. Okay. Shout out to Jalil. Uh, yeah, Jalil. I'm supposed to be going to see him June sixth. Yeah. Um, what's that guy? I got Ninth Wonder. And one of the people be sleeping on, huh? Yeah, nice one they don't know about it. Especially the dudes of this area. <laughs> they don't know. Like that, boy, that boy is a beast. Yeah, and I got a uh, black metaphor. Black metaphor. Black metaphor. Okay. Yeah. So, also talk about how do you build relationships with these artists? Because you, your resume is starting to grow. You know, you got amazing, you know, different people like that. How do you how do you get those contacts? Like, how do you go about that? What do you mean, uh, as far as, like, get the different artists? Yeah. Uh, you know, I just be around, going to events, my manager, you know, my road manager take me to shows where these major people are, you know, they just vibe with me naturally. I don't really be having to, you know, do too much. It just right. it comes naturally. We cool exchange numbers and all that. I keep in contact with everybody. Right. You know, the managers, all that, the people when they can't. Okay. Know? So they say Philly is a hard city to make it in. Do you agree with that? Do you feel like it's a lot of love or it's a lot of hate? What do you get? Uh, it's a mixture of both. I mean, they say that if you ain't doing, if you're doing something good, you got haters, or however they go. Yeah. But, I mean, I ain't got too many haters. It's just, like, people that are not willing to work, you know. Okay. I don't take it as haters. It's like, mm -hmm. they don't see me at their level yet. I got to work harder, you know, so. Okay. I mean, I don't see it as, Philly as a hating city. It's just, you know, you just got to work and get to that level to where they can't hate on you. They can't really, you know, stop you. Right. That's just where I'm at with it. So do you charge a lot for your beats and, and who, what upcoming projects you, you got going on? Uh, it depends on what you think of as a lot. Okay. I mean, the Philly market for beats is, I mean, it's okay. For my leasing, I charge normally 75 Okay. rights, 300 Okay. I don't look at it as a lot, man. I run through that uh, quick on some food or something. <laughs> I don't look at so it So you eat a lot. lot? Yeah. You can't tell, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wow. eat a lot. Wow, man. So, how do you maintain your personal life with being a producer? Because I know a lot of times when you do studio sessions, they can go two, three in the morning. Sure. You got your bae calling your phone, asking you when you gonna come home. How do you deal with that? I know you're young, but how do you deal with that? Uh, I go to sleep at three in the morning. I'm up at six. I'm back to school. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, That's every day too. Every day. So oh. listen, man. How about this? Speaking of beats, how about you think you can make a beat? Right now, like right uh, on the spot, or <laughs> you think that's possible that that can happen? Yeah, that could happen. But I mean, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. All right, so we about to check him out right now, live, exclusive instrumental from your boy Andre B.
well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dre Beats. This is your boy DJ Buzzy. Tell them how they can get in contact with you. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever in social media you got, at I am Dre Beats with a Z. Uh, my email, at I am Dre Beats at gmail.com for all inquiries for Beats. You know, keep it professional. Keep it professional, man. There you go. This is your boy DJ Buzzy, Beats Rhymes and Debate. Check me out every Thursday, 5 to 6 on 81hiphop.com. Every Friday from 8 to 9 on 81hiphop.com. Get it. Welcome back to King of Underground Media. I am T Rex. That was DJ Bussy. He was interviewing Dre Beats. Definitely a shout out to those guys. DJ Bussy, you can hear him on 81 Hip Hop. Definitely, definitely salute to him. And we got we got things to talk about. Artists, special artists, if y'all listen to the show, you can hit up T I. He he's looking for artists as always. You make sure you can follow um B Rich. On Instagram at brich404 to get your music heard. He's definitely looking for new talent in in the Atlanta area. He has a lot of open mics. I definitely want to get a give a salute to Ti and Grand Hustle. They definitely doing their thing up there. Back to what I was talking about. Just keeping it real. People just need to keep it real. That's the only way we all gonna get along and and baby to function is just. Coexist with each other. No sense to hate. Don't hate on people for what they're trying to do or try to help each other. And that's just the way life is supposed to be. And I want to talk about this Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne reportedly signing with Rock Nation. That I don't know if that's truth or that's or a rumor or whatever. But whatever it is, I definitely give a salute to him. I know Jay-Z, he, he is a mogul of, of the hip-hop world and just the business world in general. I just don't think they should coexist. And Lil Wayne should just... I don't know, all the money that he has, I don't know why he can't just be independent. Why he has to align himself with Jay-Z. Jay-Z cool. I like some of his older tracks. Some of his newer stuff, I just question. You just had to listen to it. You just had to. You kind of just see how he has has changed from the time of reasonable doubt. But I definitely salute Lil Wayne. Been listening to Lil Wayne for a long time, long time. Actually, from the beginning, the Hot Boys, Cash Money, those guys. They, they, they. Came out of New Orleans, Magnolia. It, it was pretty, pretty tight. Actually met BG and actually shot some video footage for BG. He came to this area years ago to do a, a concert before he went to jail. And he, he he's he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. I respect him. Our street team and also stepdaughter. 
and son-in-law, they got to check out Lil Wayne. Just haven't seen Juvenile in person or, or, or had any talks with him, but definitely would like to have him on the show or at least conversate with him because I, I like those guys. Those guys came a long way, and they are pioneers of, of the rap game. Definitely, definitely got to check those guys out. Bankroll Fresh, I definitely give a shout-out to him for that Hot Boy song that he did. He did a remix with Turk, Salute Turk, Lil Wayne, Juvenile. That's a pretty good sound. But I definitely want to say I am blessed. I want to give a shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Without him, none of this would be possible. But you got to get your tickets, y'all. You got to come to the Alabama Music Awards. This is going to be the first annual Music Awards down in Birmingham, Alabama. You're going to have everybody there. They're going to do all kind of salutes and, and and honoring Dobie and many more artists. I'm looking forward to seeing Jackie Chain. Jackie Chain supposed to be making an appearance there. He was on the show. That was one of the lost episodes. <laughs> I'll tell you the story about him. We, we did a show. I think it might have been on a Wednesday or Thursday night. The show was going well, and all of a sudden, everything just crashed. The laptops, the whole show just crashed, and then we even lost the footage because usually we would get the footage from the show, but we lost all of that. But he has been on the show before. I'm looking forward to seeing him. He's living out there in L.A. now. He's from Hunts, Vegas, which is Huntsville, and he, he's definitely – friend of the show we follow each other on twitter definitely salute to him he has a lot going on he's also nominated for alabama music award we will be one of the presenters there too so looking forward to meeting him definitely give a shout out to javon javon he, he's doing doing his thing in the columbus market and atlanta for hot talk radio so we're gonna give a salute to him I just want everybody to know that we are here to help people. We are here to help artists get heard. We have a lot of outlets. We have the Hype Magazine, College on the Ground Radio, Hot Talk Radio, 81 Hip Hop, and everybody in the surrounding areas. We like to help each other out because I feel like it's God-given people. We want to give back to everybody. Give everybody a chance to be heard. Definitely shout out to Torrance Rudd. He definitely turned up on our show. And he, he has a great message. Anybody that's looking for a role model, he's an ultimate role model. Because he is the real deal. He's definitely flexing his spiritual muscle and his physical muscle as well. Because he is a physical trainer. He's been on been on this show. And he graces his presence with his knowledge and also the song that we're going to check out. So we're going to play I Be On My Praise by Torrance Rudd. Definitely salute him. We'll be right back with more King of Underground Media.
Welcome back to King of Underground Media. I am T-Rex. We are in the building today, enjoying this lovely day in our outside studio. We got the grill going. <laughs> We're about to eat good. You know what I'm saying? That was Torrance Rudd. If I be on my praise, you definitely can follow him on Twitter, at Torrance Rudd. That's T-O-R-R-A-N-C-E-R-U-D-D. Real artists, real artists. We, we play real music here on King of Underground Media. That's what we try to do. We're not. We just don't promote artists. We promote anybody, all walks of life. So you just definitely gotta gotta check us out. You can check us out our website at www.kingofundergroundmedia.com. Also, just chill out, relax, and enjoy the music and the sounds that we, that we bring. And just the topics that we have. Definitely want to give a shout out to Jermaine. He is doing his own thing. <laughs> he got his own sports show called the Tailgate Crew Show. You can hear him every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. All about sports and college football. Because we're in the college football area. And War Eagle to everybody that's tuned in. Definitely represent Auburn University. Stepdaughter goes to Auburn. I went to Alabama. I graduated from Alabama, but I am an Auburn fan. People always ask me why, how in the world I get that twisted like that. I said, well, I, I just have a, a Alabama man, uh Alabama mind and an Auburn heart, and that's just just the way I am. So I, I embrace the state of Alabama to the fullest. I used to be an Alabama fan at one point in my life, but I realized I was on the wrong team. <laughs> so now. Uh, I do cheer for Auburn University. Definitely looking forward to the upcoming season. And you got to check out his show every Saturday. He's very insightful. And, and he's going to have many special guests on his show, along with Scott Smith. Scott Smith is with Streetlight Recruiting. He's one of the best recruiters in this area. And he actually recruited – he actually was recruiting for Amir Abdullah. Abdullah, he went to – to the NFL, he played at Nebraska, and he's very happy about that. That's one of his one of the first recruits that he had that, that went to the NFL. But he sends everybody to to D one or F, the FCS the Division two, and here's your Jerry Maguire for real. You definitely gotta 
check out Scott Smith. He done changed his Twitter handle so much. I, I don't forgot his Twitter. I don't even have his Twitter handle now. I just gonna have to do some kind of deep search and see where we can find him on Twitter now. I'm definitely gonna get in touch with him and see what his Twitter handle is now because he changed it quite often. It was your Jerry Maguire with with U R and then it was S L P recruit, but now I don't know what it is now. But definitely give a shout out to him. He sent us an invitation for his wedding. His wedding is going to be coming up next month. I want to say it's going to be on July the 18th. Uh, I hope that's right. I'm definitely looking forward to being there. And we're going to be representing. He he gave us a wedding gift um, when my baby and I got married back in February. So definitely a shout out to him. But yeah, uh, we, we talk about sports and everything on, on, on the network in, in general, and they very insightful, very insightful. They got me in, uh, excited about the upcoming season. The season starts on September the fifth. Eighty-one days away from college football. Can't wait. Going to be either at the Georgia Dome or probably just chilling at the house and grilling with family and friends and watching all the games because it's almost like a unofficial family reunion down this way. We embrace football almost like it's religion, even though me, it's not religion, but I'm just saying, just giving you the analogy of it. That's when people come together. It's like a family reunion. The tailgates is like a big old family reunion. You might not even know a lot of people that's there, but you'll get to know them and then you'll expect to see them every year same time tailgating and having a good time and I definitely get a shout out to see uh, the phenom he was supposed to be checking in today uh, he, he, hit, he hit me up earlier he's up there with with, with some some of some great artists up there in Tennessee and he is he goes by DJ red recognize about red neckonized now but um his rap name was see the phenom and he did this song that, that we just truly enjoy. And I did uh, a slideshow for this on YouTube, so you can definitely look it up. So we're going to check out some CDP featuring T-Ham. It's the Arvin Tailgate song, and we'll be right back. 81 Hip-Hop on the track. You know how we do it, man. Oh, boy, CDP. Once again, once again, tell your mom. 
Tailgate song, he's rapping. He's rapping that. I, I, I love that song. <laughs> that just get me all pumped up for the season. And we live in a state where it's like the the Hatfields and the McCoys. People beefing. Sadly, people even kill over this rivalry, the Auburn Alabama rivalry. You know, it it, it just it just not. Not feasible for you. Shouldn't have to have to go through stuff like that. I I definitely don't condone violence in in any way, especially when it comes to sports. We all had to get along and just cheer. You can cheer for your team, but don't mean that you gotta be at each other. But we got some more music. We're gonna check out, and we'll be right back. 81 Hip Hop. Oh. Look at the flick of that wrist. Catching plays. Catching plays. Oh. I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey go. Look at the flick of that wrist. 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 I 
woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey goat. Some niggas in my sleep trying to catch a beat. Some bitches in my sleep trying to fuck for free. Kitchen plays on these niggas.
six rays, he's telling me I can't fly. My hopes reach for the ceiling with their hands high. So understand, got the city on standby. Finding a balance in a game that's morally wrong. For 5 a.m. up in the morning, we ducking the light. I earn time through the habits we usually own. Saving up, had to spend it on nothing, that's right. That's a hell of a night. The drag swimming, the aim bringing the same thing. Your mind locking, the lames rocking the same thing. The best swinging is these clinging the same dream. What? Uh. A low limit, what the frame brings. <laughs> low limit, what the frame brings. We up late again, plotting on the same thing. Same thing. Low limit, what the frame brings. We up late as hell, plotting on the same thing. Go. But hold up, let them pick to this. No pills, it's still limitless. <laughs> Recouping the true essence, the legends who passed on Live forever while we reminisce True precision I give forever and never miss Signature sound like signing down on a dotted wish Seeing signs of you clown rappers on common shit Trading in your word for green faces and diamond whips Copping medallions while my people starve I think the public getting blind to what honesty is I heard life is stage play a part But we ain't trying to be a part of this comedy biz Cause ain't it funny, I'm holding like no grudges As long as your hoes love it and money just keeps coming Trying to rain on your fire by burning my whole budget A lie where y'all liars rely on the same subject The track swimming, the aim bringing the same thing Your mind locking, the lames rocking the same bling The best swinging, the seats clinging the same dreams uh, A low limit what the frame brings Low limit what the frame brings we up late again, plotting on the same thing. Low limit, what the frame brings. We up late as hell, plotting on the same thing. Plotting on the same. Plotting on the same. On the same thing. Plotting on the same. Plotting on the same. On the same thing. A low limit what the frame brings. A low limit what the frame brings, yeah. A low limit what the frame brings, uh. Applying on the same things, yeah. About to get a choir in here. Plotting on the same things. We just plotting on the same things, yeah. Plotting on the same things. We up late as hell, plotting on the same things. Trotting on the same thing, trotting on the quest to with a guess, that's what the fame brings. Come and be my guest, you can get flame, man. Let me get my dragon out the den. Let me maintain the flow as I craft it with my pet. I'm a master with the rap and can't be matched by many men. Cause I passed you when I traveled down the path you've never been. Staying active with this passion, try and stack up all the gen. Try snatch up all the cabbage, silly rabbit with a spin. I'm a savage, call me Ben. Sending rappers turn to dirty bastards when I have to dip. Instrumentals can get ripped. Shooting lyrics off my men don't make you rap. Get the memo like I'm deadly with the clips That's a semi-automatic You can bet we bring the havoc Load the barrel, let them have it Just be sure to leave your address I'm addressing all the rappers Playing dress up You in the wrong sense The thought I tell you The rap game is not a pageant It's tragic Since the young and been busting bum To get out the gutter Avoiding trouble And now I'm buzzing Due to this hunger I'm busting bubbles Waking brothers up from slumbers Now I'm no longer the underdog I'm heating up this summer No more dreaming Only action Me my team gon' make it happen We just scheming, strategizing why you guys are steady napping? Treasure my presence like pirate chess. I'm spitting crack. Release the cracking. Kyle moving back. And so I hope you rappers started packing. Hey. 
dead and evicted And even claws know that the boys' bars are gifted We making noise, neighbors might call the boys, they tripping Might leave a sticky note with a message, you just missed the tape We've been working hard, people never stop that hating Only seem to quiet down when Kyle finally elevating Early flights and elevators take me to my destination Seventeen and getting green, but we ain't even met the fame yet Bet, bet, bet it's too much money here. I mean, nobody should be hitting Lotto for $36 million and we got people starving in the streets. That is not idealistic. That's just real. That is just stupid. There's no way Michael Jackson should have, or whoever Jackson, should have a million thousand, drupal billion dollars, and then there's people starving. There's no way. There's no way that these people should own planes and their people don't have houses, apartments, shacks, drawers, pants. I know you're rich. I know you got $40 billion, but can you just keep it to one house? You only need one house. And if you only got two kids, can you just keep it to two rooms? I mean, why have 52 rooms and you notice somebody with no room? It just don't make sense to me. It don't.
saving money, won't you throw a rack? I blow it. You blowing money, won't you throw a stack? I blow it. I touch a rack. I blow it. I touch a rack. Hey, hey, I show you how to burn a stack. One rack, two rack, three rack, four. One hundred, two hundred, spilling on the floor. I blow it. I touch a rack. I blow it. I touch a rack. I blow it. Magazines like a couple girls. Trick that trick and wanna 
buy a purse. Only thing I wanna do is rock the word. Like me, don't fall for games. Girl, you lost your mind if you fall for lame. speech that night has now become legendary as a singularly moving testament to the strength and beauty of the human spirit. Our world lost that great man only two months later, but make no mistake, Jimmy V continues to inspire countless others even today. Through his generosity of spirit, he made us laugh and cry and maybe most importantly, think. That very same year in 1993, a talented young journalist named Stuart Scott joined ESPN. Stuart would soon become one of the most recognizable and beloved Sports Center anchors ever and forever change the tone and language of sports broadcasting. But he didn't just add phrases like booyah and cooler than the other side of the pillow to the lexicon. He brought his wit, his attitude, and a lust for life all his own. In November 2007, sadly, Stuart was diagnosed with cancer. True to his form, Stuart shared his experiences fighting this disease with us while managing to do extraordinary things in the face of seemingly unsurmountable odds. Stuart's journey has been full of great challenges, but even greater has been the love from his family. And like the great man his award is named for, Stuart has never, ever given up. Are you ready, young man? Yeah. Uh, uh. Really? <laughs> it's Wednesday in Baltimore, Maryland. Doctor visits have become routine for Stuart Scott. But today is different. Today, he finds out if he qualifies for an experimental treatment, a trial he's already been rejected from twice before. 
But giving up has never been an option for Stuart. Since he was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer in 2007, he has refused to back down. First thought was, I'm going to die. And about probably five seconds later, I'm going to die and I'm going to leave Taylor and sit. I don't want them to be without a dad. Cancer kills you. People die from cancer. And now we wait. Stewart would not allow the disease to dictate how he lived. And for seven years, he's continued to battle. He's a fighter, and when I say he's a fighter, he's mentally, physically, emotionally. He has a lot of things to fight for, and he has a lot of help in that fight. He's an inspiration to me. I have to feel as much as I can like I don't have cancer. Although I think about cancer 20 times a day. But his true focus remains on the most important thing in his life, his family. One thing that Stuart may never really understand is the impact that he has had on people all around the world. There are a lot of people that see him as a beacon of light and something that they can relate to. I hear you're in a fight, too. Yeah. I'm seven years in. Are you? Yep. Well. You do what you want to do, all right? Yep. Hang in there, brother. Thank you very much. Hang in there. We're thinking about you, right? Are we going to be on television? I think what he does is all the things that, as his close friend, I want to say, stop doing. Stop working out so hard. Stop traveling so much. Why are you doing so many sports centers? But it's what keeps him going. So Stuart pushes on. That is how he wins. I hear from people every day. He's on TV, and he's doing what he loves. They take strength from the fact that he has not been paralyzed by his illness and that he's decided to live life on his own terms. After being rushed to the hospital during the NBA Finals a year ago, Stewart vowed to make it back here. Thank you very much, and congratulations again to the now five-time champion San Antonio Spurs. So this year, on Father's Day, Game 5 was about more than just a championship. It was about family. Instead of sending you home tomorrow, I get to go home with you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yay, Spurs. When people ask me, are you worried or are you scared? I've never really been really worried because he's always told me, he's always had the most confidence ever, and he's always told me that he's going to get through it and that we're going to get through it together. She knows what I'm going through. And if I can work hard, it's not just being the best, it's working hard. It's her knowing that I'm, that I'm working hard for this. I want her to take that with her. Back at Johns Hopkins, Stewart finally receives word about the clinical trial. Good enough. Everything okay. is a go. Yeah. So there we go, clinical study. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't want you to leave. Will you hold my hand? Fighting is winning. Not quitting. Not saying, oh, I have cancer. Or I can't do anything. I'm just going to lay down and, and cry a pity party for myself. That, to me, is the only way you lose. Oh, won't you 
for seven years, so that sucks. You've had to deal with it for seven years. I've been fighting it for seven years, so that's good. Seven years, you've you've battled it, and if if losing the battle is passing away, then I guess I haven't lost the battle. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor to present the 2014 Jimmy V Perseverance Award to Stuart Scott. Thank you. You know, tomorrow all my boys are going to be like, yo, man, I saw you at the SVs with Peyton Manning, Money Mayweather, and KD. I'm going to be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jack Bauer saved the world, and he introduced me. <laughs> 24 is my favorite TV show of all time, so Kiefer Sutherland, thank you very much. I am very honored. Every day I am reminded that our life's journey is really about the people who touch us. When I first heard that I was going to be honored with this reward, the very first thing that I did was I was speechless, briefly. I've presented this award before. I mean, I've watched in awe as Kay Yao and Eric Legrand and all these other great people grace this stage. And although intellectually I get it, I'm a public figure, I have a public job, I'm battling cancer, hopefully I'm inspiring. At my gut level, I really didn't think that I belonged with those great people. But I listened to what Jim Valvano said 21 years ago. The most poignant seven words ever uttered in any speech anywhere. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Those great people didn't. Coach Valvano didn't. So to be honored with this, I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. I'm not special. I just listen to what the man said. I listen to all that he said, everything that he asked of us, and that's to build the V Foundation. And let me tell you, man, it works. I'm talking tangible benefits. You saw me in that clinical trial. Now, here's the thing about that. Coach Valvano's words 21 years ago, helping me and thousands of people like me right now, direct benefits. That's why all of this, why we're here tonight, that's why it's so important. I also realized something else recently. You heard me kind of allude to it in the piece. I said, I'm not losing. I'm still here, I'm fighting. I'm not losing. But I gotta amend that. When you die, that does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live.
So live. Live. Fight like hell. And when you get too tired to fight, then lay down and rest and let somebody else fight for you. That's also very, very important. I can't do this don't give up thing all by myself. I got thousands of people on Twitter and on the streets who encourage me. I got these amazingly wonderful people at ESPN. I got corporate executives, my bosses, this is true, who will text message me. And they'll say, hey, uh, heard you had chemotherapy today. You want me to stop by on the way home from work and pick you up something to eat and bring it to you? Seriously? Who does that? Whose boss does that? My bosses do that. But even with all that, the fight is still much more difficult than I even realized. What you didn't see in the piece is what's gone on probably the last 10 days. I just got out of the hospital this past Friday. Seven days stay. Man, I crashed. I had liver complications, I had kidney failure. I had four surgeries in a span of seven days. I had tubes and wires running in and out of every part of my body. And guys, when I say every part of my body, every part of my body. As of Sunday, I didn't even know if I'd make it here. I couldn't fight. But doctors and nurses could. The people that I love, my friends and family, they could fight. My girlfriend, who slept on a very uncomfortable hospital cot by my side every night, she could fight. The people that I love did last week what they always do. They visited, they talked to me, they listened to me, they sat silent sometimes. They loved me. And that's another one of the components of the V Foundation. This whole fight, this journey thing is not a solo venture. This is something that requires support. I called my big sister Susan a few days ago. Why? I needed to cry. It was that simple. And I know that I can call her. I can call my other sister Cynthia, my brother Stephen, my mom and dad, and I can just cry. And those things are very important. I have one more necessity. Yeah, it's really two. Two very vibrant, intelligent, beautiful young ladies. The best thing I've ever done, the best thing I will ever do, is be a dad to Taylor and Sydney. It's true. I can't ever give up because I can't leave my daughters. Yes, sometimes I embarrass them. Sometimes they think I'm a tyrant. That's a direct quote. There is an adjective that describes tyrant too, but I'm not going to go there. But Taylor and Sydney, I love you guys more than I will ever be able to express. You two are my heartbeat. I am standing on this stage here tonight because of you. My oldest daughter, Taylor, I wanted her to be here, but college sophomore, summer school, second semester, starting this week. Baby girl, I love you, but you go do you. You go do that. My littlest angel is here, my 14-year-old. Sydney, come up here and give Dad a hug because I need one.
I want to say thank you, ESPN. Thank you, ESPYs. Thank all of you. Have a great rest of your night and have a great rest of your life. 81 Hip Hop. Check out your number one digital outlet for music and news from hip-hop to Hollywood, www.thehypemagazine.com. Welcome back to the King of Underground Media. I am T-Rex. I have my lovely wife, Wendy, in, and we have our special guest in today. I just want to give a little brief introduction. He really don't need an introduction because he is a real artist, and, and we love having real artists on, on the show, but we're going to give him a proper introduction that he truly deserves. He go by the name of Daniel Brooks. He got his musical start as a bass player for a local cover band, Fifth Element, in 2003, where he cut his teeth playing many bars and private parties. In 2006, while at Troy University, he met a fellow musician and formed a duo, Stone Cold Happiness. Stone Cold Happiness will continue to play weekly around the local music scene until 2008. In 2009, Daniel will begin to venture into solo music, focusing on his skills on the acoustic guitar. We're going to welcome a special guest and a long childhood friend of mine, Daniel Brooks, to the show. How you doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. How you? Doing great. It's great to have you on. It's definitely a blessing. I know we out here on our outside studio and it's kind of hot, but... <laughs> Got a little sweat going. It's all good. Oh, yes. So, well, what's been, been up with you, man? I know... um. Like I, I know we had talked before. I was telling you about the Lodge, how I missed the Lodge days, and I knew that you was playing with the Fifth Element, and y'all took a break. Uh, what was that like taking a break for something that you that you have a passion in doing? That was um, that was a big challenge for me, taking a break for a long time for something that I love so much. It um, it took a lot out of me. Uh, I spent a lot of time on the couch with the guitar, uh, just practicing what I love doing, playing music, and focusing on what I could do to get back into the scene and to to get back on stage doing what I love and, you know, just studying up on my music and, and giving it everything I had. And, you know, I met a couple of buddies that they wanted to take it back to the stage. So um, that's what we did. We took it back. Now, did you feel like you was kind of rusty getting back into it? Because, you know, but, but when people go away from their craft for a while, if you're not practicing or anything, you kind of feel rusty or feel kind of nervous getting back into it. How, how was it like? Getting back into it, were you like Michael Jordan? You know when he had that early retirement, <laughs> and he he got back into it and he picked it up. Yeah, it was uh, it came naturally to me. Um, performing on stage has always been a natural thing for me. Uh, I enjoy making people smile uh, out there in the crowd. It really only takes one person smiling while I'm performing to uh to really bring me into the show and to to bring out the best in me. Uh, say the first couple of songs on my first show back, it was my first time really fronting any project that I've been in and it was a little different for me but a few songs in and it was on um like I had never missed a beat now uh what kind of music do you you do do you um uh, I know we was talking before we went on the air you said really there's not anything such as a genre anymore because everything's kind of blended together so not trying to put yourself in a box but where would you place your music I would uh I would definitely have to to say that I personally think that my music's more uh, Americana country. Um, there's there's a lot of influences from a lot of places. I do pull from a lot of rock, 
when I ask other people what you know what my music sounds like, they tend to go country, and and by country we're not saying pop country of what's on the radio or anything like that, just genuine country music. And I think they get that because it's a lot of, of acoustic music, and uh, they don't they don't have these flashy you know electric guitars and drums and this crazy production behind it. It's just music really down really stripped down to its to its bare essentials. Um, you know I don't necessarily say i like being grouped in the country genre but you know it is what it is i do uh i do respect all forms of music all genres of music i pull from hip-hop i pull from rock um pull from a lot of americana and folk i like songs that tell stories um so I, you know putting myself in a and me doing it and saying what genre i'm in is is not real easy for me uh i just like to call it good music okay hey you definitely have some good music and i, I definitely want to let you know that and Appreciate I don't that. want to put you in the kind of genre because I have came across some of your music. You have done some Taylor Swift and and, and, and Seven right. Three, and you know that those are two different streams of music. But with you being back in the music, how different it is now from when you was performing with Fifth Element back in 2003 to present day in 2015. You know the the music scene in general has changed a lot over those years. Um, you know, in Fifth Element, we played a lot of uh, the mainstream rock at the time, and a lot of that mainstream rock is really just falling off the planet. I mean, there's bands we covered, you know, we did some Nickelback and some Three Doors Down, Linkin Park. Um, it was music that really wasn't timeless. It was it was a specific era, and it's not that people don't still like that music. They do like that music, but it wasn't something that, that they're going to keep going back to year after year after year and enjoying, or that a new group of people is going to come up and discover and, and go to it. It was more of a music that if you lived during that time period, you know, and were into the music during that time period that you, you got into. And if you weren't, you know, in tune with that music, then you're not going to go search it out and find it now. Um, and now, you know, playing this cover music, I've, I've found that, you know, in general, people just want to hear good music and they don't really, care what genre it's in i play some acoustic shows and i mean we cover some some rap songs some hip-hop songs and we do some rock songs and country songs and we blend it all together in one big melting pot and mm-hmm. and everybody seems to like all of it and uh that's the goal is to is to try to to get everyone to to just listen and respect you know artists for what they are and and not try to push them into this genre and, and to be timeless, to try to write something that's going to be good 40 years from now or would have been good 40 years ago. Uh, that That's the main goal is to, is to really set your music in a, you know, a timeless state. Oh, yes. And I, I know you are a songwriter, but before we get into uh, your songwriting abilities, let's, let's talk about some of the cover songs that you have done. What are some of the songs that you like to do? And what is your favorite cover song that you like to cover <laughs> i have uh since i've been back in the scene and doing this acoustic music i've been searching out more songs that that kind of were originally that way as well and um i found this artist uh, mr jason isbell he's from this great state of alabama up around the muscle shoals area he's a former member of the drive-by truckers and he, he writes music that really touches me in places that no other music really has um all of his songs seem to have a message um or a meaning in you know, some people call it Americana, some people label it country, but it, it's all of them have stories, and you can feel his emotion in his voice. And so, I really, really love covering some Jason Isbell songs. Um, one of my favorite songs to cover is it's actually a 
you know, it's, it's not a great, you know, everybody up in the bar party song, but it's, it's a song by Jason Isbell called Elephant. Um, it's a sad song. It's a, it's about having a friend that, that has cancer and um, he's watching her, you know, spend her last days of her life. And it, he learns lessons from her by watching her go through it. And, he, and the song's basically saying, you know, we just try to ignore the elephant in the room that one day we're all not going to be here. And it's songs like that that have meaning and that I feel. And when a song makes me inside feel a certain way, I can project that out very well. Um, you know, emotionally, when I'm emotionally in a song, it's, it's like it takes me to a different level playing. I, I get sucked away. I, I don't even realize I'm on stage anymore. I go to a different place. Um, so any song that can that can really bring me that way. Um, and I also like covering some fun stuff. Last night we did a cover of Sublime's uh, What I Got. And oh, uh, in the middle of that, I, uh, I dropped a little Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in there, and, and, and the crowd seems to really enjoy, you know, mixing things up like that. And uh, it gets quite interesting sometimes with our medleys, but, you know, we mix some Grateful Dead with some uh, some Roll Away the Dew for Grateful Dead, uh, Franklin's Tower, and we uh, mix that with some gin and juice sometimes, and that usually catches people off guard because we go from Grateful Dead to gin and juice. I mean, it's completely different ends of the spectrum, but, you know, musically we blend it together and make it work. I really enjoy fun songs like that as well. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong doing some mashups, man. But I gotta ask you, do you ever do the F the Popo song, man? Because I know, I know y'all used to do the song at the line. I used to love that song. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Corey Smith, F the Popo. That that, oh, yeah. that is the first song that I ever performed uh, solo acoustic. I did that on stage at the uh, world famous Four Eagles Supper Club in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, Fifth Element was playing and. It was my first opportunity by myself with a guitar in my hand to, to sing a song. And and I continue to do it to this day. Um, sometimes it gets a little iffy, you know. <laughs> sometimes you never know who's out there in the crowd. We're watching you and you sing that song and they don't get the true message of the song, which is not necessarily saying, you know, F the po-po and every one of them. It, it's saying there are those out there that, that do have the ego problems. And we're seeing that in modern times today. Um even last night, I, I had an experience like that myself where it was, you know, wasn't doing anything wrong and still getting, you know, followed and profiled or whatever. But it's not, it, the song is not about that. The song, you know, it says there's a there's a lot of good cops who serve and protect. But, uh, yeah, I still love playing that song. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you, you mentioned that you played at the Supper Club. What is your feelings and thoughts about the potential closing of the Supper Club. That is a very historic building in our area. You have many local and mainstream artists that have have um, come through there, including yourself playing there. But what is your thoughts about that? I'll uh, I'll, I'll probably tear up a little bit talking about this. Now it's a it's a subject that hits real close to my home. Uh, the Supper Club is really who gave me the opportunity to to hone my skills as an artist. I call it my home bar. I go in there and I'm great friends with the owner and great friends with manager Corey Hattier and uh, the owner John Brandt. Uh, my buddy Brett McDaniel that I play in Daniel McDaniel with is the sound man at the Supper Club. And I've been able to foster relationships with musicians um, that, that I would not had that opportunity before. And to be able to sit in a building that's hosted such great bands before, I mean, you're talking Kenny Chesney's Grace the Stage, um, Billy Bob Thornton's Grace that Stage. You know, and all their names are signed on the back wall behind the stage back there, and there sits my name beside it. And, you know, I, I really think deep down in my heart that they're going to figure out a way to, to keep that tradition going. 
you know, it's going to be sad to watch a building go, but I have full faith in, in John to, to keep the music going in that town because it's done so much musically for the, for the area. Um, being the only bar open late at night, you know, of course, has always helped them, you know, leaving there at 5 a.m. Central time. Yeah, I got some personal stories on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got many of them. But, yeah, I, I, I really do have big hopes that, you know, that they keep it going. Um, like I said, it's kind of emotional thinking that, it's not going to be there. We actually, coming up, they're doing a big, I want to say it's August 27th to August 30th, one of those, whatever that Saturday is that weekend, they're doing a big reunion show, and there's 30-some-odd musical artists going to be there. I know that Taylor Hicks is coming back to do that show. Um, I'll be there. I know there's several others, Chris Posey. I think Adam Hood may be coming back from that. Um it, it's it's going to be a good night, and it's going to be a chance for all of us to give one last, you know, great performance together as musicians. It's going to be an amazing gathering of talent and a great opportunity to, you know, let other artists hear us. And I think that's going to be a great thing. And I know they're finishing off New Year's with a bang and, and planning on going out, you know, just like they came in. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going, we're going to not miss Supper Club long. They're going to get it up and, and get something going for us. Yeah, I've been hearing through the rumor mill that it, they have a lot of investors that's, that's trying to find another location to build the supper club. But, man, it is a lot of memories there. And years ago, I, I used to do the triangle, which is like going to the pub, go to the sky bar, and then end up at the supper club. And then you don't come out of the supper club until the sun is up. It's about 6, 7 o'clock <laughs> Eastern time. <laughs> Walking and out everywhere, and, and crystals and Waffle House be slapped full when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, yeah, just that location there, and then you know you have the Waffle House there, and then the people that wanted to that couldn't drive, you got the Econo Lodge there as well, and Comfort Inn. So it, it was just it, it was so so much fun there, and then, then get on that little drunk bus that they had there, and <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just a lot of fun. But I do have something I want to play by you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to play it. <laughs> Uh-oh. I break. So we're going to take a break. We are on the air with Daniel Brooks. Definitely, yeah, I got to check him out. He's doing big things. He is very passionate about his music. So we're going to check out a little, little song from him and his brother, and we'll be right back. Resurrect those bridges where the name 
radiation glands well, My old stone face can't seem to break her down, no She remembers the bridges and burns them to the ground I am Trojans, uh, I got to support Troy as well. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, I, you know, I follow it closely and, you know, tend to follow the recruiting and I, I follow these athletes as they come up in the development. And I, I do think that Auburn's probably going to have one of the best offensive lines that we've had in many, many, many years. 
Um, and as we see from the national championship run, that, that I give most of the credit for those big guys up front because they most definitely cleared the way for our running game, and that's that's essential. Uh, I think we've got several great running backs, and I think Jeremy Johnson is going to light it up through the air, and Duke Williams is going to be a, a primary target for him. But even more so, I think the auxiliary receivers are going to get a lot of work because they're going to put some pressure on, on Duke for sure and you're looking at a potential top three top four draft pick next year if he has a has a good year um it's tough to get through the sec undefeated even if you have a great great football team um some of the things that alabama has done recently you know going through the sec and winning so many games and national championships is actually quite quite an amazing feat so i got to give them credit where that's due um you know nick saban's got got a process that tends to work real well but on the other hand i think that uh his antagonist and Mr. Gus Malvan has figured out his niche very well. And uh, I think we got something for him this year. Uh, I think the Georgia Bulldogs may have something for everybody too. Uh, I know a lot of people ain't talking about that. There's a lot of people thinking they're going to win the East, but I think they're going to be very, very stellar. Um, Of course, Ohio State. I don't know what Urban Meyer puts in his water bottles he gives them boys, but he's doing something. Everywhere he goes turns to gold. Uh, so they're going to be really, really tough to beat. Uh, I think Notre Dame's going to be a tough one this year as well. Uh, they got a great football coach up there as well. Um, and look out for Michigan in a few years because they have a coach that is truly, truly dedicated uh, to making great programs. You know, some people say, well, he, he failed in the NFL. I don't really see him as failing as in the NFL. He, he did a great job. Um but, you know, there's coaches that just don't work out in the NFL that are college coaches. And he comes back to Ohio State and takes them to the national championship. I mean, it's that's still a now. Granted, he does have three quarterbacks that can start anywhere in the nation, um, which is, man, that's like having an apple tree to slap full when you're hungry. <laughs> he just, it's going to be interesting. But I'm SEC all the way. I do not think that it, the SEC is going to lose out again this year. Uh, I hope not. Uh, I hope I was kind of disappointed in how Auburn started. You know, they were seven and one, and then they just folded the tent <laughs> and they, they come back. <laughs> the dog have our dogs out for here. a minute. <laughs> he said, "War eagle, everybody." <laughs> exactly, but yeah, uh, I, I was I was quite disappointed because I, I felt like, you know, we're coming off of the national championship appearance, and then. You know, 2014 season. I was like, yes, we. I think we're gonna gonna do it this this time. And we started off well. I know we lost to Mississippi State, but I was still very optimistic in, in the season. And it just folded tent. But like you were saying, we got Duke Williams back. He's gonna definitely be a top five pick. Jeremy Johnson, the best backup quarterback in the country last season. He's definitely gonna be one of the best in the SEC, if not the country. So definitely a poor eagle. Definitely looking forward to the season, and hopefully we'll be at the Georgia Dome the first game uh, against Louisville. So, uh, but we'll, I want to talk about your, your uh, songwriting. Uh, I know you cover a lot of songs, and you, I know you have some personal, you know, feelings when you do those cover songs. But tell us about the songs that you write, and and how does it uh, pertain to what you do, and, and what were some of the topics that you cover? Um. On my songwriting, I'm pretty much everywhere. I tend to, to, to tend to put myself in positions and, and try to write myself out of them. Um, 
you know, and it may not necessarily be something that I've experienced, but I tend to draw from, from others' experiences as well. Um, got a song uh, that I wrote the other night. It was uh, Alabama Boys, and it's, uh, it is probably the most old country song that I've written. Um, it's got a lot of influence from the older country artists. But it's it's really about growing up in Chambers County and growing up in Alabama and and putting my thoughts and feelings on how I see the world out there. Um, I've got a buddy that I'm in a group Pell Avenue with. Uh, we're actually hitting the studio this coming up weekend to drop our EP. Um, it's a collaborative effort between the two of us, and, and we both, you know, bounce song ideas off each other. He'll send me a couple of verses, and I'll write a chorus and send it back to him. Uh, so it's really all about being able to put myself in, in the positions. Like if he sends me a verse, I've got to try to put myself where he had that verse and, and write a chorus to it or, and write a guitar part to it that, that truly brings out the feeling of the song. Um, probably one of my favorite songs that we that we do is, is called Thousand Songs. Um, and it, it really started out about a song about a train. And it, it ended up in a completely different direction. And uh, it's talking about I'm picking up this old guitar. I've got a thousand songs to sing. And, and I see that as I, I have this guitar and I have a voice. And I, I can spread my message of really whatever I feel like the message needs to be at the time. And I have this large audience that I have the ability to touch. Uh, and it's just bringing out those those feelings. So, And, and songwriting hasn't been an easy adventure. Um, a lot of scrap paper. Uh, a, a lot of one-liners that I've written that haven't gone anywhere, and I may go back to them and pull them for another song. Um, a lot of them that I end up writing, and I go, no. <laughs> uh, we were talking earlier. I wrote a I wrote a song the other day that ended up it wasn't intended to be that way. But when it came out, and I put it on a little cell phone recording, it, it came out pop country, and <laughs> we all know my feelings about pop country. <laughs> I, Favorite genre, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's one of those things where you respect it because they're artists, and you respect it because of the crowds they can draw and the attention they can hold. But once again, I don't feel like it's timeless music. Um, to be honest, probably one of my favorite songwriters, and this may sound strange to someone or whatever, but I, I respect more than a lot of people is Taylor Swift. Her songwriting ability is through the roof, um, whether it be hip-hop, whether it be pop music or country. I, I truly think that she can write it all. And she has a, a way of putting her message across that even if you strip away the the poppy sounds that may be behind it and you just read her lyrics as poems, um, they're, they're pretty touching songs, even though it may not seem touching when it's on the radio. Just, just take the music away and read some of these lyrics from your artist that you like. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is read Eminem's lyrics because sometimes I can't even understand him. He's going so fast. <laughs> but... So I go back and I, I read it, and you know, it the messages he he puts down, or it's it's hard to get that message sometimes through the music. If you take them and read them like poems, you you definitely get those messages. Um, and songwriting has led me to you know you study these artists, you study their structures and how they write, and you see that there to me there is no right or wrong on how to write or structure a song. You go online, you see you got to write a song, and you got to have an intro and a verse and a chorus. Then you got to go into a bridge and then back into a chorus. I don't see it that way. I, I right. see it more as you do whatever it takes to get your message across and whatever you feel your message should be. Um, and you stick by your message. You stick by your style. 
and that's more important to me than having this perfectly structured, formulated song. And like you see these productions on the radio, uh, you know, for example, Florida George Line, you, you, when you listen to their music, you get the sense that it is completely produced, um, short of me saying fake. And like I said, I respect these artists for what they do, but, you know, big production seems to take away from a message of the song. Um, so I try just to really put myself in the song, whether it be about me or, or be about a song I write about you or anyone else. You know, just drawing from those experiences and trying to get that message across. Uh, and like I said, I play a lot of acoustic music, so it's it's real stripped down. So you you tend to get the message a little clearer than the distractions of you know an organ and a violin in the background. You really just get in this acoustic guitar, um, and that's what I I enjoy most about what I'm doing. Now, what do you feel more most comfortable doing, acoustic music or performing with? multiple people as you know such as a band or even even solo without you know i tend to lean toward the acoustic um it ain't necessarily gotta be solo but like i said there's something about stripped down music uh i think that comes from you know we grew up watching mtv when mtv was actually music television before they put this party down south and teen mom and all this stuff on the tv it was actually music tv they they did this really cool thing called MTV Unplugged. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching Nirvana, who I wasn't a big fan of at the time. Wow. You know, but you took that and you stripped all that away and, and gave them acoustic guitars. And what came out to me was just absolutely amazing. You could truly feel Kurt Cobain's pain in his songs when you took everything away. Uh, Alice in Chains did one that's the same way. You take away all this distortion and everything that was distracting you from a message and it just really brought out those lyrics and you could feel the passion in their voices and I think that's why I've fallen in love with the acoustic artist um, Sturgill Simpson's one if you like old country music and you think that country music don't exist anymore I highly recommend you checking out Sturgill Simpson uh, Jason Isbell Ryan Bingham these guys tend to Ryan Adams even they take music and they strip it down and get all that production away and that's not saying there's no drums or lead guitars because they're there but it's just it's real basic music and it it takes it back to focusing on the lyrics and letting those lyrics drive the song instead of letting this guitar solo drive the song Um, and and that's real important to me MTV Unplug I, I love that concept and my personal opinion I think the two greatest performances I've seen on there was Bubana and Maxwell uh, when he did yes. his Woman's Worth. Oh, this one Absolutely. Wow. I mean, it was, it was, that was fantastic. And I missed that. And like you said, now you don't find it on MTV or CMT, part of Down South. And, and it's just all kind of reality stuff. And that's kind of, to me, it's taken away from true entertainment and true music that we grew up listening to. And definitely, people like you have a passion, and definitely need to be on the forefront rather than being you know, put off to the side with all these artists that's really not passionate. They're coming up with these catchy jingles to, to get a record sold. Now, what what kind of upcoming projects that you're working on? I know you're saying you was working on an EP, and uh, is there anything else you you have coming up beside that? And also, can you talk about the EP? 
Yeah, I've got uh, Pell Avenue, of course. Uh, we play a lot in South Alabama. We played around. We actually played in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida now. So we've, we've touched three states with this. Uh, it's a fellow fraternity brother of mine. Uh, I'm a member of Lambda Chi Alpha when I was in Troy. Uh, we met there. He gave me a call one day and was like, hey, man, what's it take to get you down here? Um, and I told him what it took to get me down there, and we hit it off uh, real well. And I enjoyed our styles mashed real, real well. And then we started this writing. Um, and he, he has a fiance with an absolute beautiful voice by the name of Emily Stuckey. She's going to be joining us on the EP as well. Um, I wrote a song called Crying Blue that I am thoroughly looking forward to. Uh, her singing on. Uh, I got sent a rough cut of her singing it the other day, and it really brought tears to my eyes. It, it, and it was hard to believe that I wrote that song, and she was able to take it and do things with it like that. Um, and Robbie is a a great songwriter. He uh, his EP is about finished. Uh, his solo EP. He's got a song called uh, Gun Smoking that is that I can hear tomorrow on the radio. It's 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 a really 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 great song. Um, and then I have Daniel and McDaniel, which is with Brett McDaniel. Uh, he wrote a song. We was talking about the Supper Club earlier. He wrote a song that was inspired by that, the news that the Supper Club was leaving and closing. Uh, it's called War Eagle Saturday Night. You can uh, find that on YouTube. Uh, I think it's under, it may be under Daniel and McDaniel, under uh, the War Eagle Supper Club's page. Uh, if you type in War Eagle Supper Club, War Eagle Saturday Night, you can find that. If you have any connections with the Supper Club, I highly recommend you check that song out. Um, we're working on our EP. I was going to do a solo EP, but it, it's I've got him with me, and I've got this Pell Avenue thing, and I've got Brooks going on as well. And it's just, you know, I've got so much going on that I figured let's just take my solo EP and Brett's solo EP, and let's just make Daniel McDaniel an EP and run with it. So that's what we're going to do there. Um, I think we're somewhere around seven or eight songs together with that project. Uh, Pell Avenue's got it right at 12 or 13 songs now. We're only going to put five on this first EP. Uh, got to say something for later. You can't give it all away at one time. Uh, there's, some, there's some good stuff. And on the Pell Avenue CD, you've got songs about uh, anything from love to drugs to alcohol. Um, it's just really all over the place. And it's a lot drawn from personal experience, uh, things we've lived through. Uh, that song, Crying Blue, is actually about a friend of mine who was going through a rough relationship time and I kept telling her you know get out of this relationship get out of this relationship the song is written from a female perspective and it's just really written about her situation I got her to sit down one day and just write down how she felt in a letter form I took that letter and from that letter I wrote the song Crying Blue um, and it, it turned out quite amazing so it, it, the projects are all over the place quite a busy man uh, and they're all different. Daniel McDaniel and Pell Avenue are not the same. Um, so you, if you think that maybe, well, he's in all three of these groups. This is all three going to be the same thing. It, it's not. It's, it's really not going to be the same. Uh, and I'm always searching out new things to do, whether it be collaborate with other artists and, and, and bring things in. I know we talked the other day about maybe bringing some hip-hop and the acoustic guitar together and, you know, things like that are awesome. The Yellow Wolf's newest album is amazing if you haven't heard it. Uh, that song American You is it, it is being covered by me now. It's an amazing song. Um, so always open, always progressing, and always open to criticism and, and moving forward. Now, what is it like to be able to perform with your brother again? Because I know uh, y'all had a performance um, last night. So 
tell us about you and your brother hooking back up to, to form Brooks to perform and, and share some of y'all music. I've uh, I've been on him pretty hard for the last few years about getting back into it and I, I, it was one thing there's there's nothing like the chemistry between two brothers and you know we truly do care for each other and love each other really 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 tight um so when we're on stage that chemistry is like none other you know and you have our voices that they're they're kind of similar but they're different so when we sing they mesh real well um it's it's really really nice to have him back on stage with me and doing what he loves and seeing him smile again and, and enjoying music in general and being able to perform uh, i know he missed it I missed him being there with me. We had Daniel Smith with us last night, who was also our drummer in Fifth Element. Uh, that was the first time he had been on stage in six or seven years, I think he said. Wow. So to have him back in 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 the game is is an awesome feeling. Uh, I know he looked like he was enjoying himself, and that's what it's all about. It, you know, it's about making the crowd happy and your, yourself being happy as well. Because if you're not happy and enjoying what you're doing, you you can't push your your message across to anyone, whether it be cover music or original. You've got to be passionate about what you're doing. And my brother's always had that passion for music and and one heck of a voice, as you may have just heard on that conversation that was us singing uh, duet the full time in that song. So to have him back with me is is a great feeling, and I look forward to to much more coming from that. Are uh, there any shout outs you'd like to give? And also, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, I give a shout-out to my beautiful wife, Sarah. She supports everything I do wholeheartedly. Um, without her support, I don't know that I've been continuing to do what I do. She gets to sit on the couch a whole lot and listen to a lot of mistakes and, and a lot of things, you know, held back her, her thoughts and feelings. Uh, I give a shout-out to my parents as well for, for buying me my first guitar when I was, uh, what, 14, 13 years old. It's been a long time. <laughs> but they gave me that guitar and, and never expected that it would become what it's become. And, you know, that's that's what it's all about is, is being able to, to give a child something that they can become passionate about. And I was glad that they did that for me, and I finally picked it up and took it and ran with it. Um, like I said, give a shout-out to the Warrior Supper Club for giving me an opportunity to, to get back on stage and get back in the area. Uh, all the bars I play at, the Irish Bread Pub for, for having us. Um, but yep, just and the social media deal. You can find me on the Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Daniel Brooks Music. And Pell Avenue is facebook.com forward slash Pell Avenue. Uh, Daniel McDaniel can be found on facebook.com forward slash Daniel Ampersand McDaniel. No, sorry, it's not Ampersand, it is and. It's the whole word and spelled out because, of course, internet URLs don't like no fun characters like the ampersand. Um, that's where you can find me. I also have a website. Uh, I want to say it's danielbrooksmusic.weebly.com. There will be links to all three of those projects. Um, okay. And uh, I think that's all. I don't do the Twitter. I don't do the Twitter world. I like to talk too much, obviously, to do Twitter. <laughs> I can't get what I want to say in in that few of characters. And these little... LOLs and th- LOLs about as far as it goes with little shortened yeah. things for me. I don't know what all this other stuff means, so <laughs> you have to check me out on on Facebook. Uh, that's about it. Oh, YouTube. You can find me on YouTube too. You search for those band names on YouTube. They'll come up. Uh, Pell Avenue will be the only one that comes up. Daniel Brooks. You may have to search through a little bit more to find. Uh, 
Daniel McDaniel is usually the first results to uh, go check that out. Give it a listen. Comment, subscribe to that YouTube channel. Uh, I want to say the YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash DLBSCB913. Okay. Well, I want to say thank you, Daniel Brooks, for being on King of Underground Media. It's definitely, it definitely was an honor to have you on. And you're welcome to come back anytime. And we definitely want to check out that EP when you release it. Absolutely. I will uh, definitely be in touch with you and let you know when that hits, and uh, we'll get it out here. Oh, yes, definitely. I am T-Rex, and we are about to close out another installment of the King of Underground Media. I definitely would like to give my shout-out, so I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my wife and kids, and my parents and friends, family and friends, the Hype Magazine, and everyone that has tuned in. 81 Hip-Hop! You all have a God bless day, and we'll be back again next week with another show.
We are T-Rex and Wendy. Tune into King of Underground Media every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on 81 Hip Hop. Our show gives you interviews, music, and talent from underground to mainstream from all over the world. Make sure you check us out and the entire crew on 81 Hip Hop. 81 Hip Hop. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.